Hey guys, welcome to Uncut with Kobe and Andrew. We're in episode four already. Mm, Crazy. I know. Yeah, so okay, when you think of surf photography, who do you think of? Easy. Zach Noyle. So Zach is a world-renowned extreme sports surf photographer and athlete, pioneer in a new generation of surf photography. He's collaborated been sponsored by all the biggest brands develop merchandise you probably have his backpack yeah, have his everybody backpack. has yeah. his backpack <laughs> he is an entrepreneur a speaker and just started a new agency right here in hawaii nice we're so excited to have him on today's episode so today we got zach noyo in the Woo! house thank you for joining us thank you for having me i'm excited to be here and talk with you guys and yeah, we're stoked. I know. I'm always like, we should catch up. So we just are catching up on the podcast. This is a yeah. great way to catch up. <laughs> we always have like lunch and catch up and whatnot. And like, you know, it's like, oh, let's just talk to other people. We love to talk and hear their story and whatnot. So I know we're basically just like hanging out with friends yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Epic. Love it. So you're an amazing photographer that turned into an entrepreneur, filmmaker now. I mean, you do so many things. So tell us about like where your journey started. Well, my journey started about 20 years ago and just really enjoyed and loved to shoot water photography. So my dad's a commercial photographer and he shoots food, fashion, hotels, very different um, photography. I love and Rick. Yeah, Shout out to Rick. <laughs> and in high school, I actually failed photography. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. So he was more bummed that I failed a class versus it was photography. And... Um, you know, I kind of just did my own path in my own way and wanting to learn. And so when I went to college versus like taking like film or photography, I actually took business and I was more interested in like business and like growing that side of it and marketing than anything else. And the photography came out of a love for the ocean. Mm. And that's where I started to develop that and started to then work for some surf magazines and started to travel and work for brands and do that. And so my path came from a love of the ocean and being able to share those moments with people like my mom or people that would never be in the ocean, you mm -hmm. know, and, you know, 99.99% will never see the waves firsthand of how I see them in the water. And so being able to like captivate the audience and capture these moments was something so important for me to be able to share. I mean, I think if when you, when you say first, like surf photography, I think a lot of people think Zach Noyle when they when they yeah. hear surf photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, I'm curious, like how that even started. Like, was it just taking da dad's cameras out and like just? What was trying? your first camera? It, it was a disposable camera. Uh -huh. Okay, so I took a disposable. I would go to the gas station before I go to Sandy's, and I'd buy a disposable camera. I remember right the oh, one sick. right by Kahala Mall. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. The little disposable ones. You could actually reload the disposables oh. that they had. Oh, but I'd like go grab one every couple times and reload it here and there. One of those water ones, those underwater ones. Yeah, yeah. I think they still sell those. Yeah. <laughs> and and so my dad had just started shooting digital. He was one of the first in Hawaii. I, I want to say this was like '96, and he was shooting with a Phase One. Oh, nice. And it was like one or two megapixels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and crazy. it was a scan back. <laughs> and so he would, we, you know, his studio was downstairs of the house and. I was 12, 13 years old, and you couldn't turn on, like, the blender. You couldn't turn oh. on the TV because it would fluctuate the power, and oh. it was like a two-minute scan, oh and my it would ruin God. it. So, like, okay, we're going to scan. No one do anything. You're, like, <laughs> sitting there, like, wait, okay, now. Like, so, Can't turn the TV back on now. Yeah, I mean, it was mainly for food, but, like, if you had people, they'd uh -huh. be, like, trying to stand, stand. still there yeah, for yeah. That, that scan. And 
one, two megapixel was just like all the rage. <laughs> so at the time he's like, you know, you know, you want to shoot surf and you want to shoot your friends, shoot film still. So he let me use his Nikonos five. Mm-hmm. Then I got like a camera from John Mozo at the time in a housing and it was a Canon a two. Oh yeah. And so I was doing that for a while and keep kept shooting film. And it was great because I would go downstairs the refrigerator is filled with film. Awesome. And then I would drop it off to the lab and I'd never have to pay anything. <laughs> My dad wasn't so happy because I take all his old, he didn't care about the old film, but all the bills would go back to him. I just yeah. put it under yeah, yeah, yeah. every time at the lab, drop off all these things. Oh, can you do this? Can yeah. you scan these things? And do it. And he's like, wait. So <laughs> little by little, then I started kind of jumping into digital from that point. But yeah, that was kind of the start of it was really just a love of the ocean and being able to go capture these moments and, and be comfortable in the water um, to be able to do so. Besides your dad, who was some of your like mentors when you're just starting out? John Moza was a great mentor. Um, you know, Brian mm-hmm. Bielman. There's there's a few different ones that really kind of helped me. And my dad like knew them, so it was always like great. I could like go talk uh-huh, to them uh-huh. or go see and kind of you know kind of shoot in my own way. I mean, my my walls in my bedroom were covered with surf photography. You know, from the magazines and. At one point, as I started going a couple more years in and shooting, I started like putting my photos with like the cover tops. You know what I mean? Uh Just my like visualization Uh and doing that. So to be able to like have done that to then having like, you know, 10, 15 different covers on Surfer Magazine was such a a wild progression of like visualization. Yeah, you manifested that. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And it was was something that like to this day I think is something so special I mean, given that there is no Surfer Magazine anymore and, mm-hmm. and really having that. And it was weird because I started shooting for Transworld Surf Magazine first and they started sending me around the world traveling to shoot surf. And my dad was very proud and wanted doing uh-huh. it. And side note, anything I was doing, he was supportive of. It didn't matter that it wasn't photography. He never made me come carry his sandbags or set up yeah, his yeah, lights yeah. or anything. I was welcome to. And so that was like the great thing. And then when it's photography, it was the same support. It wasn't because it was photography. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, doing all these things, but Transworld was awesome. And he was like proud. And then surfer kind of approached me and I started going to work for surfer as a senior staff and that I could just see a difference in him, like change of just like how proud he was because he grew up in South Africa and growing up, he had surfer magazine. So now when he called his buddies and he said, I was working for surfer, that was something they knew Transworld. They're like, Oh, I don't really yeah, know. It's yeah, American yeah. magazine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. That's cool. But like surfer, they're like, Whoa, oh, he's working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could just yeah, yeah. hear a difference in his voice, which oh, I thought awesome. was really cool. You that know, and that awesome. was so cool. So yeah, it's been a fun journey. And I was a senior staff for eight years with surfer and traveled the world and with the best surfers who have become some of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And it's been epic, you know? Yeah. Um, the story that we always hear about is like when, yeah. I don't know what year of the Eddie it was, yeah. but you spent like how many hours out there? Mm-hmm. I just like love hearing you tell it because it's so epic and it shows like, your dedication yeah. to the craft. What year was that? Yeah. You know, that was 2016. And so in 2016, I was actually in Micronesia on a trip with John John and we like looked and we're like, Oh, that's a really big swell. But I don't know. They, they had already called the contest and then like called it off. Cause it oh, wasn't yeah. big enough. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And I ended up like coming home from that trip and going to Japan to go snowboard. Uh-huh. And I kept watching. I was like, Oh man, it's getting bigger. It's, yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to, so I ended up cutting my trip short, coming back and like getting ready. And you know, 
with anything that we do and anything that, you know, you hone or do, like, you got to be prepared beforehand. If you're just going to jump into the water, you're just going to jump into the shoot or the moment, like, it's already too late. Like, yep, oh, yep. the batteries weren't charged, all mm-hmm, these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew I was, like, mentally prepared for that moment and to be in the water. And I was like, if I go in for 15 minutes to drink water, what if I miss the best wave of the day? Yep, yep. And I was like, I'm not going in. I know I can do this. I know I can stay out this whole day. Treaded water. As long as my battery's good. I had extra batteries on the jet ski in a case. So I knew I could go change that if I really had to. But I was conservative, turning on, turning off, just waiting ready. And that was actually one of the first times that we sent photos from the camera to my phone up to social media um, for Quicksilver. Oh, wow, yeah. So we were doing that from the water. So there's one more element, like, kind of happening. And there's a funny moment in there where I was, like, treading water and no one was really around, so I like grabbed my phone and I FaceTime my mom oh in my the God. water. I'm, I'm waiting. I know she's up on the, the rocks. I know she's waiting. Like, cool. Like, and then like I'm talking. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm I'm okay. And like I hear like, what are you doing? And it's like Kelly Slater. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, I'm just FaceTime my mom. It's like in the water. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> so you know, there's a couple hairy moments there, and and you know, after I couldn't even look at the photos for like three, four days because of like the adrenaline and the emotions from it. Mm. Like I came in, and luckily my agent had flown in for the event and to help me and coordinate on land. He grabbed all the photos, uploaded it, sent it out. You know, worldwide magazines, uh-huh. print, news, everything. I didn't have to look at it. Thank goodness, because I just. It, it was too emotional for me to like look back on and do like the adrenaline from that day was just so nuts. So yeah. How many crazy. hours were you out there? It was eight hours. Dude, eight hours crazy. Straight. Treading water. That like, is like, crazy. Like, imagine, like you're ducking wave. It's not like yeah. you're swimming in calm water. You're like no. ducking yeah. wave, yeah. dodging surfers. And then, yeah. And, and you know, like the jet ski. So I was on the jet ski at first mm-hmm. and the jet ski, it was so big. It was closing out. So they had to keep going in. I was like, I'm missing, oh, yeah, you're missing the best yep. wave. Mm-hmm can I jump in the water? And I knew the guys and they're like, yeah, you can, you know? And so I'd go under the wave and if they're there, I'd, you know, signal that I was okay and everything. And they'd mm-hmm. always keep an eye, come check on me and everything. And I was just like, good. The moment the horn sounded at the end to signal the end of the day, I was like, take me. Take in. me. <laughs> <laughs> in. Didn't even like hesitate. It was like, as it was going, I'm like yeah, going yeah, in yeah. already. Uh-huh. I was like, just a shell of a man, you know? So I mean, they talk good. about like, physically preparing like surfers have to like physically prepare for something like that but like you if you're training waters for eight hours a day like you need to train for that too yeah yeah absolutely and i mean i think that's where like cross training and and you know just being prepared it's it's like you got to treat yourself as an athlete mm-hmm. when you're doing this and so it's like from i did swimming and water polo growing up um still swim to this day a lot of cross training yoga boxing all these different things because you know, I want to be at optimal levels. And now I don't shoot surf as much. I do shoot when it's like really good. And I'm still like want to be that. But that's more of like the fun. I can go out there and Uh just shoot for fun rather than like, I got to go and and sell this photo for the magazine or the thing. And Uh so it's like having that like weight off my back of like, okay, like this is just like, you're going to go enjoy, like go out there. It's like, Oh man, if you're going out there and you're like, I got to sell these three photos and make $180, yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. losing your mind. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, so like, what 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 was after that? You know, like you, you're shooting and all these things. Like, what was like that transition to the next step of entrepreneurship and business and all that? You know, I think even with like, throughout that whole time, I was, I was working with different brands. And it was funny because like, my dad, and I cannot remember the year, but this was pretty young when I was like started at Surfer, so... Maybe I was like 24, 25. And he's like, oh, you, you'll get some sponsors and things. I'm like, dad, that's just for surfers. Like, why would I? Mm-hmm. Like, why would I do it? It's like, no, no, no. 
you're going to get like sponsors. And I was like, okay, dad, whatever. And I then started like slowly working with brands and it wasn't just like to shoot their campaign or do their thing. I was like in some of the campaigns and I was doing Mm -hmm. the different things and like doing things with Ruka and all these things. So it, for him to have that, that foresight was awesome. And then to just kind of like run and take it and be that like, kind of like brand ambassador and how we can grow with it has been amazing. And it's taken me all over the world. Um, a part of a Canon's like explorers of light, which Mm -hmm. is a team of 30 worldwide, which is amazing. And, get to shoot and get to speak on their behalf and do all these different things. So it's been an incredible journey to kind of do that and keep growing it. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's did did you plan for, I mean, like, was this what you were planning, you know, when you were going through school and all that? Like, definitely what, what, what do you want to be when you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely wasn't planning for this. And it was something that, you know, I mean, I didn't know what I was planning. I, yeah, I went yeah. to school and I didn't finish college. You know, I started traveling. I'm like, oh, man, I'm missing yeah, a little yeah. more school. I'm missing a little more school. <laughs> uh-huh. more school. Okay, they're like, you better pull out a class or you're going to have like an F. Like, uh-huh. well, yeah, yeah, just yeah. do a withdrawal right now. <laughs> Did not finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it was all good. It, it was not something I planned for at all. And it was just luckily my family and parents were very supportive of it. And seeing that and I would have no idea I'd be at this point or where I am to this day, even I think every year before, I'm not like, oh, yeah, you're never, like, you know what I mean? And then, like, the next year, you're like, oh, I did not see that coming. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. seems yeah. like that keeps happening, which is a good thing, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. I feel like when when I, like, look at you over the years and I've known you for a few years, and it's like you're, you're different than, like, the typical, like, surf, quote-unquote, surf photographer, mm-hmm. where you are exceptional at what you do, but then another, there's another layer to you that's, like, really smart, like, mm-hmm. business smarts, and you're able to get those sponsors. It, it's, like, that was a different mindset. It's not like these people are all just, like, it just showed up at your door one day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and, and I think that, like, you know, I, I've seen with a lot of peers and other people, a lot of people uh, just want to shoot and they want to be in, as you guys both know with like owning a business, you got to do both sides. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to put in that side, you're not going to be able to grow it in that way. And, and you know what, that's fine because that's with like any job or any career. There's many people that love to just go that nine to five, show up and Mm -hmm. do it. They're done. They're checked out and doing ours never ends. Yes, exactly. You you know, if the client asks you late night and they're like, Hey, you're like, Uh, (laughs) okay you're you're doing because it never ends but it's your passion in doing that Mm -hmm. and so by seeing that i was like oh you know like there's some that just want to be told okay go shoot on this day and they're done and then they go and wait for the next job to come or do things and it's like i want to be able to like bridge that gap and and help those people as Mm -hmm. well and and do that but that was something i was always good with because like as we know like talent is a portion but it's like also like your relationships and your business sense Mm -hmm. of like how Mm -hmm. you work with the client that will accelerate you tenfold Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i see people that are extremely talented yep but if you don't have that ladder Mm -hmm. you're not going to go anywhere and they're not going to come back and it it really is a fine balance that i feel like you know especially in hawaii some people don't want to have that or don't want to do that other part of it they they you know they see the visual component and they're happy and that's Mm -hmm. fine they're stoked on that or yeah Yeah. or even like Mm -hmm. maybe a newer generation that things come quicker or easier and you're able to just like instant gratification with social media or whatever Mm -hmm. but 
Yeah, there's that whole that part, the other part of it. It's hard yeah. work, and it's not like postable, Instagrammable. It's not no. like you it's know, not glamorous. It's not, it's not glamorous. <laughs> it's not glamorous, as you guys both know. There's there's many times you're sitting there just like ready to bang your head into the uh-huh. computer or or do these things, or you're chasing payment from a mm-hmm. client, and you're doing mm-hmm. those things. Like it's you know, we do it for the love of the creation, mm-hmm. and and I feel like that's where we have been able to like kind of excel in that way kind of like hone our skills mm-hmm. so what what has kept you going you know like all these moments and whatnot you know what, what's your why like why are you doing all this why i i want to i love to create yeah i, yeah. I love to kind of challenge myself and you know as kobe was saying i'm diving more into like video which is a whole new foreign uh-huh. world for me and it's been a lot of fun and doing those things and then like recently i had to do like an edit because something fell through with someone else i was like holy cow, like, yeah. you're ready for your crash course in, like, editing. <laughs> and it didn't turn out that bad. Like, the client was like, wow, this is great. So I was like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have the time to do both, though. Uh-huh, you know what uh-huh, I mean? And so uh-huh. it's like, you really got to, like, it's good in the beginning you wear every hat. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. But at a certain point, we all need to see where our time is best used. And mm-hmm. mine, you know, whether it's, like, the actual capture and then, like, even like client relations, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that's where, that's a whole other like, side of things. Yeah. Absolutely. But like, it can't be everything. And uh-huh. like, I would love to just sit in front of the computer and edit, but like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, it probably takes someone else like two hours, take me like eight. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. And there are people who love to edit. And yes. so, or love to like write captions for social media, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I so think that's like where like the whole entrepreneurship mindset comes in, yeah. right? It's like, how do you play on everyone's strengths and like right. solve problems? Mm-hmm. Well, absolutely. Yeah. They're better at this, delegate this and whatnot. So it's like, yeah, that's absolutely. how you excel. What has been one moment in your career that was like really hard where you had to like really overcome something hard? Because I, I love those stories from entrepreneurs where it's like, you see them at this point in their career, yeah, but you see all this on social media. Yeah. It People see all this glamorous stuff. It didn't always like, come easy. It wasn't uh-huh. always easy. So what was like maybe one big moment where you had to like really overcome something? Um. Everything was always easy for Sango. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of anything right now. I mean, I'm just thinking back from like when I left Surfer or things like that. But those were all like decisions on my own for Mm -hmm. like that evolution of like where I want to go. I think in the past year and a year and a half. I've had more like things I've like overcome in those like actual challenges that have like tested me on like whether burnout or like just like overwhelming me mm-hmm. in that sense. And that's been just more like me trying to like maintain and like upright the ship mm-hmm. more than anything. Um, but it was all like doable and they're all struggles or progressions of like the evolution that were like good things, but like in the moment it's like, how because I just don't want to let people down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so That's putting that on mm-hmm. me, I think is the biggest thing of like knowing, but depending on your team is huge. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something that like, you know, we were just saying, you can't be good at like everything. And, and uh-huh. even if you are, yeah. you need to do what you're best and then you need to be able to delegate or like know that you have those things. And so mm-hmm. I think finding that of like being able to trust others in that way to like deliver or do those things, it's like, yeah i think we always talk about it too like you know once you have that team it's like you're not just taking care of yourself now like you have this team to take care of so it's like it could be a heavyweight to carry uh uh for sure and then learning to be a leader and to lead a team it's a whole nother thing that if you weren't already in a management position that's like a hard thing to learn like on the job (laughs) 
absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, you had Zach Noll as your own brand. And like, so you recently just started something else, right? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I started an agency with a good friend of mine, Kimo Kennedy. And Kimo comes from a music management background. So he manages The Green, uh, J-Bug, um, a bunch of different artists. And he worked at Live Nation. And so we went with like the experiential. Is, he's bringing like experiential. And then mine was like content and kind of marrying the two in something because you, they kind of go hand in hand mm -hmm. in that sense and just being able to do that. So started about just almost two years, just under two years ago mm -hmm. and been growing it slowly and having a lot of fun and learning a lot of things and making a lot of mistakes. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's an upward trend, which is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. What are some things that you're working on, if you can share? Some things we're working on, we have a series coming out um, with Aura Ring, which is a wearable sleep tracker. So we have one on Kai Lenny and Carissa. I bought one because of you. Yeah. Because I know I you're it. like I all about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, love I don't uh -huh. even have mine on, oh. but I'm like, it really like, it's amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm like yeah. a really bad sleeper, um, really light sleeper. So. so it really helped me refine a lot of things because like in those times when I was like struggling with like work or management or different things like that, I started to like refine and take things out of like that I didn't need because I thought I was sleeping well, but I wasn't. I was like just so tired that I was going to sleep, but I wasn't getting good night's sleep. Uh. And so kind of like refining those little things of like eating, exercising, caffeine. I mean, I cut out caffeine a year ago and I feel good just probably like changing like my diet because I was like, drink coffee all day, all day, uh -huh, all day. Uh -huh. And then I was like, oh yeah, I'm like have that 3 p.m. crash. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I slept fine. But it's like, I wasn't. And so just for me, like personally finding those little things. So yeah, so we got a series with them on like their different surfers and some other athletes that they have. And just looking at some of those things is pretty fun. And we just finished another piece with Kamea on like mm -hmm. his um, mural he had at the Outrigger Reef. Nice. And so we just kind of story told and did that. That guy's wild. I love yeah. him. I mean, yeah. such a talented uh -huh. artist and like what he does. And then like you get him there, like in front of the computer editing. Oh my goodness. He's, he is um, as blunt as it comes, but it's uh -huh. good because then it gets better. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, what you yeah, do yeah, it, it's yeah. like, don't hold anything back. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay. So that's been a lot of fun and just kind of like learning and kind of doing that and some smaller like brand videos and different pieces. So Yeah. No, that's fun. awesome. Yeah, no, and like you, you, yeah, it's it's cool to see like that current of more our ring spot was so sick. Thank like, you. We saw mm -hmm. those shots. I was, yeah. like, I was like, yo, check out this shot where he like underwater into her ring. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, yo, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what is what has been the best part of just starting your agency? Because that's like a whole different thing than you were doing before, right? Absolutely, and you know the the reason for starting the agency was something that like. I would go to like LA, New York to like all these big agencies. And like the first thing they do is like sit you down. They're like, oh yeah, like talking, giving their spiel and things. And they're like, look how cool this thing is that we did in Hawaii. And mm -hmm. like, oh, cool. Like, like they brought in a crew uh -huh. and did it. Oh, yeah, and I'm yeah, just from like, LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm like, you know, not to be jaded on it, but it, it was like, we have some of the most amazing talents and mm -hmm. creatives here in Hawaii from photography, cinematography, graphic design, just minds in general. And if we're going to be telling these stories of Hawaii, it should be done by people living and from Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And so that was where, like, me and Kim were like, oh, we're changing, you know what I mean? Like, uh -huh, we don't uh -huh. need to, like, and I get it. There's certain times a certain person needs to come in or certain things or different things for the clients. I get that. 
But for the most part, a lot of these pieces and things that are being made should be by these amazing talents, mm -hmm. you know, out of Hawaii. And I was just like so tired of kind of seeing that where like the entire crew come by and they're like, okay, we're going to hire like two assistants. Like, no, 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 no. That's <laughs> yeah, not how it works. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, so it, it's just like, you know, you want to tell the stories of Hawaii, like worldwide. I mean, let's be real. The brand of Hawaii is probably the most valuable and most well-known brand in the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every single big brand in the world touches on Hawaii at some point. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. know, and so it's like, let's take that back. I mean, yeah. you guys have been doing it for so long, but we saw that in a different like sense and with like some social things and different mm -hmm. things and kind of marriaging like the experiential with like the content like the heart that's, of our agency yeah i love that's powerful because a lot of our creators honestly leave hawaii because right. there's not enough like there's not yeah, yeah there's not enough opportunity yeah. we've seen we've had so many friends that had to like go to new york and just it's hard to make it absolutely absolutely and so hopefully you know with i feel there's a very good like presence in our generation mm -hmm. that's kind of coming up and hopefully and I'm, I'm sure others have tried in that sense but hopefully with like digital and social we can really shift that paradigm to make it so they don't have to leave, mm -hmm. you know, and give them those opportunities. I mean, during yeah. the pandemic, one of the greatest things was we were giving work to all these people and like, because I don't shoot everything. Mm -hmm. I, if I did that, that'd be just yeah. coming just to shoot with me. No, it's like I look, we figure out their budget, we figure out the things and we figure out who style or what fits them. And that's the greatest thing. We're giving work and mm -hmm. and doing that. Yeah, and like we mentioned earlier, you know, there's some of those creators where they, they just want to create. They don't want to handle the business Abs side or like, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, so it's like some absolutely. of that, a lot of creators, for them, it's so overwhelming to have mm -hmm. to like talk and with clients and negotiate lose, a contract. Yeah, opportunities. And, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a... Uh, it's a good balance. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, and it, it's something that, like, it, you're right, it's not for everyone in that sense. And, you know, I go in at 7 a.m. and I leave at 5, mm -hmm. 6 p.m. sometimes. Yeah, as you yeah. know, it never ends. And or even later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you go on. I had to make boundaries for myself. Yeah, so yeah, now no, I yeah. do because, like, before it was, like, 6 a.m., 6 p.m. You yeah. know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I was, like, driving myself. All the time and, zones, too. Like, yeah. whatever is easy oh, for yeah. you. Like, you like or, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I can take that call at yeah. 5.30 yeah. a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like, really? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's it's finding that and those boundaries mm -hmm. are so important that I found, you know, and taking care of myself and finding those, like, resets and everything. Mm -hmm. It's it's very easy and you've had this for a very, you know, a while mm -hmm. and, and you've seen those, like... Yeah, that's what I'm still you, learning, you know, yeah. setting the boundaries and that balance. Yeah, because then... You know, you need to take care of yourself, or else you burn out. And mm -hmm. like, that then is you won't be able to take care of your team, and it's like to be. Thing. Mm -hmm. exactly. like mentally, physically. That's just that's the death of a company if you mm -hmm. don't take care of yourself. Yeah. So we've talked about this too. Mm -hmm. I feel about burnout, right? Wasn't that a photocon yeah. or something you and I were talking about? Yeah, it yeah. It happens. It can ha sneak up on you too because you are doing things that you love to do. So not yeah. it doesn't necessarily doesn't feel, feel yeah. like work, or like it doesn't feel hard because you want to do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then all of a sudden you're like, it hits oh you. shit, I didn't. Yeah, eat yeah. all day i haven't been sleeping uh -huh. i didn't work yeah. out or it's like you're editing and it's like oh shit, it's 2 a.m <laughs> yeah like what yeah yeah yeah. So. yeah so how do you stay balanced so putting on like putting boundaries on your work what else do you do to like stay balanced and absolutely so before it was like you know 6 a.m grab like a cold brew coffee uh -huh. get into the office 10 coffee do this you know what i mean no workout and i was like oh no i'm okay i'm okay i got too much stuff to do now it's like okay work out at 6 a.m you know, wake up at five, stretch, meditate, water, you know, 6 a.m. workout in the office at seven. And then like usually at three, 3.30, like sharp finish. Mm -hmm. Sorry, going home, mm -hmm. kind of reset. I got a sauna at my house and it's like the best investment ever. Ooh. And I need one of those. Yeah, it's so good. 
So I do like sauna and ice like that. And it's just like my reset. It kind of like melts your day away and uh-huh. kind of like does that. And, you know, just getting good sleep. That's something so overlooked. No, yeah. no, no, I'm, I'm good. I can just like uh-huh. power through and do it. But it's like that affects like the, the decisions that you make and what yeah. happens and, mm-hmm. and everything. And so it affects your mood. And like you said, we have a staff and we have a team. So we have to lead with a certain level of not only professionalism, but also like compassion and like respect and, and, and be able to do that because they look to us. And mm-hmm. that's been the toughest thing. I mean, we have eight employees now and it's it's something that like trying to figure out what we're doing, you know what I mean? Or like, I feel like sometimes I go in so early because like they come about 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And once they start coming in, I like pulled away from my desk. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, from yeah, like yeah, seven to that. 10 is when I get to work and then I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> sure. So it's like having those things. But like this Friday we have mental health wellness day, which oh, is nice. going to be epic. And I'm taking them all out for like activities oh, all sick. over and there's surprises and games and different things like that. Just to really like create a good like bond and everything like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's important. I think those are important. Things. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And that gets overlooked all the time. So absolutely. That's yeah, awesome. company I think culture. it's more for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mental health wellness is for me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they're just along for the yeah. ride. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is like company culture. That is like yeah. a huge mm-hmm. part about of like what would motivate somebody to stay and work with absolutely. you. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. all these people who are working for us, they're so talented and yeah. they could probably work anywhere else but 100%. like yeah so what's next for you no just I feel like you've done done it all already <laughs> i've done a lot Zach's gonna retire now <laughs> yeah I, I don't know um just keep growing this in a thoughtful and like like right way and seeing where we can kind of take it and how we can grow and where we can be i mean that's the most exciting thing i mean it's interesting always having been my own boss and now have a partner and mm-hmm. or best friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's good and bad in like that sense. But like, there's many times we don't agree and we come to a solution and do it. So I think that's a good like professional relationship as well mm-hmm. as friendship. And, um, I mean, I see that guy like all weekend too. He's in my house. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, yeah. Like we go out. Like, so it's, um, it's good. I don't know what's like, really next next um yeah i think just like a thoughtful growth and seeing where we can take it like to really represent hawaii and you know hawaii by hawaii yeah i love that about you though because you do your work then and you keep it true to who you are where you're from like even this campaign with the ring it's like you care about having good sleep and so that's what you're putting your energy and work into because all of that like saying yes to something means saying no to other things so it like really does show like what you care about when you you know take on a project absolutely yeah I'm sure everyone watching so has your much. backpack. Everybody <laughs> Any other collabs? has backpack. So Every time we have an intern, I'll like, and they don't have a camera bag, I'll like buy them get out. them yeah, yeah. your backpack. Thank you. No, that's been More wonderful. products. Yeah, well, we have five now different items yeah, out. Crazy, so yeah. it's been awesome and kind of developing a few other things. And, you know, those are something that I literally have hands-on with. So the first time we did the backpack, I took five, six different bags. I'm like, I like this thing on this. I like mm. the zipper on this. I Frankenstein it. I was like, but I want it this <laughs> color. I want this shape. And so every time we'd come out with a new iteration or a new product, I go there for days and work. And then I go back to see the samples, test it and do it. So it's always something that I'm very much a part of. It's not just slap my name on or do mm-hmm. it. So that's been a really fun thing. And Ruka has seen the 
value behind it and what it can do and, and really supported me. So it's been an incredible yeah, journey awesome. with them and being able to do that. So no complaints there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you develop like a cute little messenger bag <laughs> with like camera slot <laughs> laptop that will fit in the overhead Ooh. compartment? Oh, very specific, but okay. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. And, I think one of the other questions you had was like, why 1117? Oh, yeah, the name. Oh, yeah, yeah. So 1117 stands for 11 feet at 17 seconds, and it's a buoy reading off of buoy one, which is off of Kauai. And so pipeline holds 11 feet at 17 seconds is the biggest it holds. So it's brainstorm or storm, groomed and refined as it comes across the Pacific Ocean to deliver the best wave slash content or product in the world. Mm. And that's ah. 1117. So our tagline is making waves. So I wanted something that wasn't just like in your face, like a Hawaiian name or this or that. You know, I wanted uh-huh. something with like meaning to me, but also sound a little more like elevated. And so I was like, yeah, 1117. And that's 11 feet at 17 seconds. When I see that on the booze, I'm like, it's, it's good. good. I got to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. So in our office, that. we have a giant swell map from like a thing that has 1117 on it as it's moving across with the Hawaiian Islands. And oh, wow. Yeah. Cool oh, little things. Like that's that. awesome. Yeah. No. So you, so most surfers know what that means. You think? Yeah, I would say, yeah. yeah. 11, if they, if you said 11 feet at 17 seconds yeah. or different thing, to me, that's the biggest and best it holds. Nice. Yeah. Love oh, that's, that. That's a, yeah, that's a cool, you know, it's cool to like see like the meaning behind the names and all mm-hmm. that. And that's like a deep and true meaning to like something you're passionate about. And Absolutely. Yeah, and it has a good deeper yeah. meaning as well. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations on Thank all you. your success yeah. and all the Thank things. Thank you very much. Yeah, stoked. Hopefully we all work together eventually. I'm and looking forward to yeah. it. Let's Let's do start it. planning. Thank you for having me, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you for listening, guys. Yeah.